0: Hello, everybody! Welcome to the final episode of a special "Take the Black" Sunday post House of the Dragon recap and review show for the year. Because this was this Sunday, the season finale of House of the Dragon season one. We got some wigs out for the occasion. We have Savannah Lee going with her full Targaryen realness, and mine kind of like um. Pamela Anderson after an atomic blast, <laughs> is what I'm kind of given here. Uh, we also got Natalie Zamora. We got uh, Daniel DeVita from Winter is Coming, from Minute Media, from Fansighted, all around the network. Um, we're here to talk about House of the Dragon, we're here to talk about dragons, we're here to talk about characters, we're here to talk about um, the motivations for characters that were changed, What for characters that were kept. And I guess my first question to all of you and all you in the comments, I see we're getting some good comments here um, and we're going to get to them. Um, What did you guys think of the season finale? The Black Queen.
1: (laughs) Who wants to go first?
0: Natalie, you said first, you're going first.
1: Okay, I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Not perfect, but. I went in like just nervous because I wanted to prepare for it just in case. And no, I thought it was great. I really liked it.
0: Uh, As Cassandra says, not bad, but not my fave. I don't think I can say that. Uh, Seraphine says impact. Um, Julie loves Rhaenyra. Um, Savannah, first reactions for you, for the Um, Black Queen.
2: I liked it. I thought it really gave a different dynamic between Damon and Rhaenyra and Mm -hmm. kind of evolved their characters a lot um the dragons were awesome um it was sad the the damon's eye not damon aemon's eye being a sapphire was pretty cool Mm. overall i thought it was like it was a finale but it wasn't a finale i don't know i just liked it it was better than episode nine thank god
0: good lord it was
2: (laughs) and i was just you know i was just glad it was better than that and i I felt like it left us on a good moment um moving into the dramatic one definitely yeah,
0: someone up there, Daniel, get the unison. Some commenters were saying that they hated it, um, that it was awful trash. Could you expand on that, commenters? I'd be curious to hear what you thought about it, because you have kind of gone off the stream, because I want lots of opinions. Daniel, how about you? What do you think of the Black Queen? Oh, and you're um, wearing a Stark I, wig.
3: I, yes, I'm wearing a Stark wig that's actually attached to my head. Um yeah so I like this episode a lot. I saw the people saying they didn't like it earlier. I've seen a lot of discourse because this episode leaked ahead of time. Yeah, so people Thank have God. been Ooh, here we go. comparing it very strictly to the book. Um and I it's hard because Fire and Blood is a is an unreliable narration. Oh. Uh so Oh uh, Pooch. Hi there Poochum. He yeah, so I enjoyed it a merits. lot. I have a couple of Couple of qualms, couple of things I'm a little confused about choice wise. Um, sorry, Demira, Dan's. You you probably are all pretty sad right now. But yeah, yeah that's
0: that's my off the cuff impression. How about you, Dan? What'd you think? I liked it a lot. By the way, some interesting comments here. Uh, we got good play saying everything I wanted to finale. Brilliant. This is fantasy. I know some people are mad about Damon. Um, yeah. I, I know some folk were talking mm-hmm. about ah. how. Um, we
2: loved
3: it. Really.
0: Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Magillian says they're just continuing the proud duty tradition of being incapable of showing cool trademark characters or anything other than borderline sociopaths. See Aria, now, obviously Damon, etc. Gray characters. What? Now, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess first, my reaction was I liked it a lot. It was much, much, much better than um, last week, which I did not like very much. stupid <laughs> way. Okay, as okay, Valera says Damon was angry because he saw her brother blinded by the prophecy, getting poisoned by the greens. And now Ray won't let him avenge the death of Elson's paper. Stupid Ray. I'm getting that some people are not on board with the Damon um stuff of the episode. <laughs> particularly. <laughs> so let's just start there because we do have some folk who are weighing in on it. And I saw someone up there who was saying that they cut some of his scenes where he's more empathetic. My yeah, response to that, that is I I I can't miss what I didn't see. So I don't know. Um, and <laughs> yeah, the, the, and the person who was saying that, um, you know, that, uh, they can't be cool without being sociopathic. I'm getting that people didn't like when Damon choked Raniere. That's what I'm basically getting from this. Okay. Um, I'll start, I'll, I'll get things rolling and say that I didn't think that made him a borderline. So I, I think that's, it's not hard for me to believe that the guy who, murdered yeah. his wife with a rock is capable of choking his wife. It's just not. Um, it, It's really like a whole deeper thing for me where I feel like people online, especially in fandom sometimes, it goes beyond, sometimes I don't want to call anybody out, but like it goes beyond like, is this show interesting to watch? Do I like this character? And more of like my pet character isn't acting like the beautiful boy I think no. they are, and I'm going to be mad yeah. at that. I mean... I thought Damon acted horridly. I thought he acted consistently. I actually thought he was really interesting this episode. I Same. really liked. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was really Same. great. I uh, th- The way that after Rhaenyra goes into labor, he takes over. And just when they're all at the painted table, which looks fantastic, by the way, with like the light from under it. And yep. um, people are saying, like, star. we have troops here. Like, he, he, he doesn't even wait for Rhaenyra to say anything. He just immediately like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's like in his head, Damon's in charge. I Mm -hmm. liked that dimension. um, but let's talk about any reactions to the confrontation scene between Damon and Rhaenyra. Because I want to hear you guys' opinions about it.
2: Look, sometimes <laughs> that has to happen. It's a power struggle. What? Been, <laughs> yep, I went there. I okay, <laughs> team Damon all the way. Don't care. You know. He doesn't, he didn't know the story and you could tell that that pissed him off. Yeah, right. he did Not know what she was talking about. And then he had to make it about how dreamers don't get things done. Our dragons, whatever. And I think he was grieving. I think he doesn't know how to handle his emotions, which has mm-hmm. been something that we've noticed yep. the entire season. And that added yep. element of him overstepping his boundary by choking her. But then he let go and then he had to walk away because he knew what he did was wrong. Cause next scene, he is making sure she's, queen you know everybody knows who she is and everything else so i think he's conflicted and that oh, definitely. just adds depth to his character um and shows that he's trying to process these these emotions and he doesn't really know how to and he knows war she doesn't he knows what it takes to to get ready for yeah. war too and so you have like and not not that she is naive by any means but she wants to you know honor her father in a certain way but he's like, no, we got to get this situated and handled or we're going to be behind. So I get where people are coming from. But at the same time, like Mm -hmm. you have to have that character development to continue the show on because he's already mad. And it took Rhaenyra losing Luke to get her to that point. But like she needs him to be that mad because at the end of the day, he's going to be the one leading her side of things because he he knows what he is doing.
0: He does. I mean, he was a scary presence like I bought that uh, you know, last week when the Greens talked about what to do. They immediately went to this thing I didn't buy, which was kind of Allison versus auto. Like, how should we handle this? I just didn't really get it. Like Damon was honestly scary here. I thought he was kind of being very forceful. Yeah. He, he, he And remember, this is a guy who wanted to be, it, It's almost like he heard Viserys died and immediately like all the dreams he had of being okay. King before he got supplanted, all came back like really yeah. quickly yeah. and he shifted and he shifted into it. I thought it was well done. Like I followed him and I don't think him doing a horrible thing makes him an interesting character. I thought that was pretty consistent with it. Um, but, Did I have a point here? I forgot. Natalie, what did you think? <laughs>
1: I really like the scene. So I thought it sucked that he choked her because that's abuse and that's awful. Was I surprised? Not really. Was it consistent for him? Yes. Consistent for him and Ranira? We haven't seen that, but who's to say? And like, I don't think it was surprising from him as a person. And I think really, like, this was kind of inevitable. Like once Rhaenyra got the power, I think this was always going to happen because they think sure. so differently and see things so differently. And that power struggle is real since the first episode when Rhaenyra was named heir. I mean, they've always hmm. had that tension, even though they're in love. So their relationship is so complicated. And I think this really demonstrated that really well, even though I ship them. So that sucks, but <laughs> that's just how it goes. <laughs>
0: My shipping is just not is to never yeah when I ship somebody I, I will let you guys know but I've it's never happened yet. And I and I think it's a good policy yeah. personally because I, I my heart I agree. Like this, or you I, um, I yeah, Robert I'm right Harris, there with you on that. before Daniel, we we'll get to you, but first a great comment from Robert Harris yeah. who says uh the confrontation was awesome because Damon still sees himself as the heir, but he realized that he never was because Viserys never shared that story with him. We know that Viserys is kind of a a, a hot button topic for Damon It made sense that he would like bring that yeah. up And then de- kind of bring out the Hulk uh, But Damon seemed familiar With the Song of Ice and Fire I Remember Viserys mentioned it but never told him the true story Until he was ready type deal Hey Robert, actually interestingly there is um, There was apparently a scene They kind of filmed but didn't go Where Viserys like tries to tell him About the Song of Ice and Fire But realizes like it's It's, it's not yes. going to help if I tell him He's not the kind of guy who will buy into this stuff which, again, yeah. maybe a good reason he wasn't the heir. He maybe good reason he should have been the heir. Hard to know. Daniel, what did you make? Yeah. What did you make commenters to of the scene after Damon, um, you know, chokes Rhaenyra? I see Carson quipping about the, okay, uh, terminology. Apparently it's strangled. I'm glad we cleared that yep. up. Um, They're not very concerned about of, the language in Westeros. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I mean, we are. It's important. They should be. Last week wasn't this week. We wasn't. are. They're not. What do you think of the scene um, after Damon strangles Rhaenyra and he goes off to sing to a dragon? Um.
3: Yeah. So I guess that's a little bit later. I guess that's the next Damon scene, but that's the last scene before Storm's End. I. So with Damon uh, strangling Rhaenyra, I... I don't, I was shocked when it happened, but immediately was like, oh, well, like Natalie said, this, this kind of confrontation of who's actually in charge here was inevitable. Um, it was a nice parallel with Allison and Otto, except executed much better. I think I made the some dragon sense. scene. It did. Ma- it did make sense. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It, I mean, the Otto and Allison one, I minded less than you but this one was better and it made way more sense. And the setup was there for Damon for this, where like, yeah. I think you said this, Dan, it, it it's like all of his dreams of being King came back when he heard Viserys mm-hmm. died. Um, I, and I think Matt Smith really played that well. The yeah. dragon yeah, scene. Yeah. I I'm a little torn about the dragon scene. Um, I liked it. I think it, the cinematography of that scene is incredible. Um, yeah. I loved seeing Vermithor. So that dragon, for, for you guys out there who might not know, that dragon is Vermithor, the Bronze Vermithor. Fury. It was King Jaehaerys, the conciliator's dragon, uh, who we saw in the prologue of this show, the the king before Viserys, who had the great council of 101. After he died, his dragon's just been chilling, uh, living his <laughs> retired life in a cave with some stalag. <laughs> tights slag tights i think coming from the ceiling uh on Dragonstone. I don't know. yeah so uh, dragons. my only thing with that scene is for as cool as it was i'm not really sure what the point of it was because mm. you yeah. know it's kind of like just Oops, there again. to remind us there are riderless dragons um and let us see what one of those looks like and how mighty they could be um but i uh, both times, so I've seen this episode, uh yeah, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I I won't lie, I watched the week. I did the thing. Sorry, literally all of us. Uh,
0: well, yeah. Or, actually, no, we shouldn't have on camera. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> we
3: yes. So listen. I I will just say I was confused every time I've watched it about what the point of that scene was. So it. I'd love to hear some interpretations from commenters. Uh, why Sounds do you like think S- they S- gave us that scene, <laughs> Savannah? Do you have an
0: interpretation? I
2: have one. Okay. <laughs> Dang, Daniel! Not just the commenters. Um, I think it's evening the odds <laughs> between the greens and the black. You have Vagar, who is the biggest dragon, right. Left, but is okay. Okay. Vermithor.
0: Vermi- Vermithor. Yeah. yeah.
2: Vermithor. Vermithor. names, by the way. Got it right. Yeah. Um, he's. He's just as big as vagar correct yeah.
0: he, he, he's Almost. he's the second biggest and second oldest
2: well, behind I mean, vagar that's evening the odds. you have two ancient yeah. dragons that are that are more red that have been through war and have done war, and now yeah. blacks now have the that him in their grasp. so I think it's showing the blacks evening the odds like we knew that um the greens had three grown dragons, but now uh the the the, the green the black sorry blacks have three <laughs> dragons plus like thir- what 13 total plus whatever eggs are hatching too so I, I think the whole point of yeah. that scene is just to even the odds and nothing else to do outside of just looking pretty showing a new dragon and evening the odds to me so
0: yeah i mean i i i get you but i mean he he, he mentioned in dialogue they had other dragons um, mm-hmm. And by the way, they mentioned Sea Smoke is still there really briefly. So apparently he didn't leave with Lainor. So, yeah. I mean, let's it, it's, it's have confirmation on that, I guess. Um, yeah. I interpret it as twofold. A, I guess HBO had some extra dragon money to spend <laughs> and we need to put it <laughs> yeah. somewhere. And B, yep. I mean, I, 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 I'm reaching here, but it, it, that's what Damon does after Rhaenyra reveals to him that his brother held this mystical prophecy back his entire life. It mm-hmm. almost felt like he was trying to get in touch with the more woo woo side of the Targaryen legacy that Viserys was always kind of into. Viserys liked his myths and his prophecies and his portents, but Daemon was always like, ah, fooey mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah. I'm going to stop going to the war councils. I'm going to go <laughs> sing to a dragon because I can be um, uh, Marion Williamson, freaky, mystical, like my <laughs> brother too. That yeah. might not be reached, but yeah, it was odd. I did like it. It was moody. It was cool. Dragons look neat. Yeah. And I guess, you know, give Matt Smith some more okay. time and you spend a lot of money on a big old <laughs> thing.
3: I I think what Savannah said about it, maybe showing, you know, showing us they have another dragon that they could have in their ranks. That's almost as big as Vagar was maybe mm-hmm. one of the things they were going for there. But like you said, Dan, they said it in dialogue. Um so, yeah, HBO burning that dragon money. I'm glad we got to see Vermithor this season. I was kind of hoping for that. Um, I'm curious, like, I see people debating in the comments about if Targaryens can control more than one dragon. And Ooh, so that, yeah. for the record, that that is not a thing that we, so far as I know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. Uh, we never really see that being done pretty much ever in fire and blood. Daenerys is an exception because she raised those dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like but we she see only Rhaegal ever ride, eventually bonding down. with Jon, Exactly. Um, so that's why I'm a little curious, like what Damon was doing because Damon presumably was not trying to bond hmm. uh, Vermithor and ride them. Uh, so that's why I'm a little bit like, what, what exactly is this scene? I wish we'd gotten just, a little bit more clarity um you know is so he just what? doing some soul searching it's his e pray <laughs> love moment except for the dragon i think so yeah
1: why did yeah. their
2: eyes kind of like bo- like merge into Hold. each others, though
0: because damon is a dragon he's he's tapping into the dragon he's becoming bruce lee He's entering the dragon <laughs> i don't know that
3: nice I yeah. like director well, that's- greg
0: yaitanis had a cool idea
2: pretty
3: much. And we will see what comes of it in like two years.
0: Two years. Yes. Um, I liked (laughs) uh, Magillian's question about the auto comparison. Um, Magillian asks about, am I the only one bothered by the fact that the narrative seems to be framing the dance of the dragons as auto and Damon's war It's depriving both Rhaenyra and Alice and other agency. Um, I think it's an interesting question. I wouldn't say that's, I mean, I think all those people are involved in this. I yeah, because we're going to get to talk about depriving characters of agency a little bit later, or should we just jump right yes. to it now? Because there was a big well, moment of agency yanking uh, that I think was really my wanna, only sort of issue with it, the episode. Daniel, you were saying something. I'll play it yeah, by I, I want to respond to the.
3: I want to respond to the Otto, uh, the Otto comparison. So in terms of framing it as Otto and Damon's war, I I could see that a little bit, but like, that's also kind of the case in the book. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, Rhaenyra and Alicent have a little more agency. They're a little more ruthless, both of them, for sure. But Otto, like so many of the problems that, go into how the war starts are because Otto doesn't want Damon near the throne like that's from yeah. the book. So I, have a long I don't history. think they're Yeah, I don't think they're playing it up. I actually think they're playing it up less in the show
0: than mm-hmm. the book. Um I also really like here. I also liked how the scene on the bri- like it's great that now that we're 10 episodes in uh that we can get like these kind of callbacks it, it, it just kind of comes full circle where we see things that are kind of harkening back. Like I really liked the way the mm-hmm. auto daemon confrontation on the bridge kind of like mm-hmm. the one from episode two. And I remember that. And I'm yes. like, Oh, that like um, has some extra power. Now that I've been through the entire journey, I really liked yeah. Rhaenyra's coronation. Yes. Uh, yep. Because
1: it made me cry.
0: It, I definitely got chills. Yeah. I, I didn't cry in this episode, but I, I teared up. A, I, I missed it a little bit. I got some chills, which is good. I, I didn't do it all last week because I, yeah. I watched it. And I don't know. I, I just something in Emma Darcy's face. I remembered Miley Alcock. Like I thought back to the, the first thing of the episode where she was getting chosen as the heir, And now it's kind of come there. That was a really, really good scene. Natalie, any other reactions yeah. to that or thoughts about it?
1: I Yeah, I loved it. I just love Emma Darcy as Rhaenyra. I think they do such a great job. And Rhaenyra is everything to me. She has been since season, since the first episode. So right. it was just so emotional, like her seeing like, okay, I am a woman and people still are going to be loyal to me and maybe mm-hmm. I can't do this. And I thought it was sad, given the circumstances, but sad, also yeah. hopeful. So I just had a lot of emotions going. <laughs> Emma did a great job in this episode from the birth scene.
2: Yes. Um, I don't know if y'all can hear uh, off, but he is, he is agreeing to your sentiment, Natalie. He is literally going mm. <laughs> um, I think she did a great job this scene, this mm. uh, episode because she had to portray so many different emotions yet hold herself together. And I think she did it phenomenally. That last scene of her pissed off just looking into the camera. That was, was good like, too. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I felt that. Yeah.
2: Mama is mad. She is coming for whoever LeGrand, mm-hmm. Damon, yeah. all the, the <laughs> folks. But I also think she handled the scene with Damon really well. After being choked, she looks scared, but at the same time, she holds her ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, she's a perfect casting of Rhaenyra. Uh, I think her and Millie, I don't know if they're long lost cousins or what, <laughs> but um, I think they did a great job. Emma just, they slayed it. They, they paid loud. attention
0: yeah they they, they definitely got yeah. it right my emma darcy impression um i'm developing one and i have the wig for it <laughs> it's it's her going um but because she always says but in a lot of lines says, pay attention to it next time but she's always, she's always gonna turn somewhere um <laughs> yeah. let's talk about that birth scene because you know again <sighs> you know, it's it's so weird when Brutal. i'm when this show just like brief book tangent, you know, last week, pretty much <laughs> everything was changed. I had, and I just didn't know why. And then I, it's it's so hard to read what they're thinking, because then they're having like the really difficult parts. You might think maybe we should write around this or not have her be pregnant. But no, let's do. I mean, just if, if you're wondering people out there in Internet land, that's exactly what's in the book. The birth stuff I thought danced perilously close to the edge of um, uh, exploitation film and just a little too much. I thought it saved it because I did buy that Ranira was heartbroken over this, and I did buy when she was yeah. kissing, you know, the 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 stillborn body. I did buy that she was that she was really feeling. So that's what saved it um yeah it was it was it was grim though for like a season with a lot oh, of birth yeah. scenes they uh save the most horrific like it's almost i mean we're seeing the little covered in not to be indelicate but like a little covered in blood baby prop plop onto the floor yep. and her hold it her back and forth Brutal. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: any thoughts on that whole sequence
2: he knew was it was it was gruesome um you know i'm about tired of bloody birthing scenes yeah. for me but um
0: I think we're
3: done good, I, good yeah I think this will be the last one
2: um <laughs> I also feel like though she kind of like the war's here and she's pregnant and that's what she kind of wanted to avoid all along was that you know she wanted to be that person that was in charge and and making the decisions and everything and then as soon as that time came is when she had to have a, a child. And she knew that the sooner she got that over with as gruesome and as gnarly as that Mm -hmm. comes out of my mouth, um, that she could get back to doing what she knew she had to do. And that was defend her throne and, and become, you know, take, take over the seven kingdoms. And it was gnarly, but she had to do that or to save herself too, because the other gnarly birth scenes that we have seen, two of the three women that have done them have died because yes, waited too long or whatever else, and so she made that decision to do what she did. So I commend her for that, because she knew, like, if if I want to reign, I have to, to 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 get this over with as soon as possible. I feel really yeah. bad saying that, but like, she did because yeah. I don't I don't think I think she knew that the baby was not going to make it yeah. because it, the term was way too early and everything else. And so she kind of maybe she mentally prepared for that moment, and that's why she didn't want anybody else helping. I don't know. Um,
0: but yeah,
2: yeah, gruesome.
0: Um, would, I like, or uh, Magillian's comment about uh, I would have liked them to name her Visenya too, but I still got that the too. emotion came through when she, I mean, through Emma Darcy's acting, frankly. Um, that, that's what sold sort of yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, I also like how they incorporated the like, it, it wasn't just a horrible event, they inco- like the moment where she calls her sons in. And it's like giving marching orders, while she's in labor. There was also yep. like plot tension to it because Damon's kind of doing his taking over thing. And you're like, you do it. and Jay stepped up and he did step up. The kids were good this episode. I like Jace. Um, and of course, Luke, yeah. who we'll talk about in a second.
3: Yeah. Um, I, the birth scene, this show, it, it is interesting how I like that they kept it. I like that the scene was in there, but it is fascinating to me how there are moments where they're pulling back on like character agency, which we're going to talk about in terms of having characters come off as quite evil or be as bloody as they were in the book. But the birth scenes, they could do the scene without it being as graphic. So it is a choice yeah. to make it yeah. as graphic as they are making it. Um, like they could have the same events and just have the yeah. camera focus in different places. So it, it's not even necessarily that the scene needs to change, but they are the baby plop it on the floor um yeah it it was a just a brutal scene i i like that it was in there but yeah it stuff like this is the reason i think house of the dragon should probably have a trigger warning uh at the very least a good content warning for people because you know birth issues are things people deal with every single day uh yeah today so yeah it's it it's rough the, the, the birth stuff was rough but I, I think they did the scene well I like that we got a little bit of Damon on the beach too so it wasn't yeah. just Rhaenyra morning it was also Damon um, and kind of just showing that like this is the end of their having kids phase of their
0: life um, brutal. It, which, which it is Oof. it is um, question for Savannah and Natalie by the way uh, we saw Rhaenyra show incredible restraint this episode Without spoiling what happens in the book, do you think Luke's death pushes her into war or will she exhibit patience? <laughs> Just because Daniel and I have read the book yeah, and you, you know two, I think, way. haven't gotten to the bits yet, right?
1: Nope. Cool. Um, I don't know. I want to say yes because that would be entertaining, but she's <laughs> been, yeah, she's, I don't know. I'm going to say yes. I think so.
0: Yeah.
2: The way that they, the final shot to me showed a mad mom who just lost her, not only the, the baby, yeah. her father, but now her second son. Uh, Yeah, no, she's mad. She's angry. And, and that's first blood. She said earlier in the episode that we're not going to draw no. first blood. True. We're not. And so the greens did. Yeah. She's like, all right. She's done being ah, patient. But
0: did they? Which, like, that's what we can have. Yeah. Um, before we get to the final um, segment, which which is was the one thing I kind of had a bit of a problem with. Any notes on um Corliss and Rainey's? I'm I like so them, great. I loved it.
2: Yeah. I'm glad he's not. I, there. Yeah, I'm I love that. It.
3: Yeah, I love that we went from Damon and Rhaenyra having their dysfunction. Straight to mm-hmm. Corliss and Rhaenys, the most mm-hmm. functional couple on this show. <laughs> um, man, I, I got so happy seeing Corliss back. And then Rhaenys was like the quiet MVP of the episode for me. Doesn't bow when Rhaenyra gets crowned. Like, Oh, that was nice, uh, yeah. You know, talks talks Corliss into supporting her, even though he doesn't want to. Um, yeah. Him talking over strategy at the painted table. I loved it. I, I was a little sad there is a specific Corliss Valerian line from the book. I'm going to be that annoying person that I was kind of hoping we would get where he hop. Yeah, it is fun. I I'm sad. I don't have the book close enough to do the thing you did last week. Um, (laughs) Corliss, he hobbles in uh, to this meeting in the book and, and is basically like, I think I have one more fight left in me. Let's let's do it. And I was a little sad. We didn't get that line, but I loved the two of them in this episode
0: quite a lot. I kind of wish she had made him her hand right then and there. I thought that would have fit ah. in nicely, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, there's season two.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. I like rainy in this episode so much because of her just subtle like smiles. Her, yeah. subtle, her watching yeah. Rhaenyra to see how she handles things mm-hmm. is what I think ultimately makes her convince Corlys uh, by her showing that restraint and not being hot-headed like Damon is and all of that. Like That's her being observant you know, she was supposed to be the queen. And so she's seeing what kind of uh, queenly traits, I guess you want to call it, from Renier that we're going to get. And um, I think she was impressed by her restraint and impressed by her overall actions of everything. And at the end, her being like, yep, I'll go um, patrol the gullet and, and join right in. I think
0: that was right. the. That
2: was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the assurance and the respect that Ranier wanted from her, like that acceptance. That's that's I think that's what Ranera's always wanted from Rainey's, is that re- acceptance and and her because she was named heir, even though Rainey's was supposed to be the first one, whatever. Like that acceptance was huge for Ranera, and I think that's gonna go a long way. Uh, hopefully in the season clear.
0: Yeah, I liked her, too. Um, She's been kind of like a, a, a just a bit always on the like not ever quite fully in it, but the entire season. And I think they finally found a way to make her pop a bit more here. Yeah, They tried yep. last week, I think I they failed. But this week I, I bought that. She like had this character <laughs> arc where she was like, yeah. I don't want to be queen anymore, Coralist. Let's just stop this to this part where she's like, oh, maybe there's a spark, some spark of that left in me. And now I can kind of live this dream through this um, queen to be. Only thing that would have, would have made it better was A, if she hadn't done the dumb thing last week, and B, if Renera had actually killed her son, messing things up a little <laughs> more. But, you know, yeah. spilt milk, no use crying, et cetera, and so forth. Savannah, you would have... You would have you'd also,
2: point? like the fact that Raines is, you know, her, she's named after the original Raines, and now she's going to war for the right cause, kind of like they, the queens did back then, trying to... with they gone and, and stuff, so... I'm reading the book, so... <laughs> i'm finding yeah. all these different things that i appreciate more now that, um yeah so yeah
0: by the way i yeah. like um by the way everyone watching on youtube and facebook especially on youtube um if you like if you like what we're doing and and i know you do uh feel free to subscribe <laughs> ring the bell join our little fun family here we're gonna have a good time from now all the way through the next season i like um KY Sam Haynes comment about the step zone strategy is brilliant and feels very military victory possible vibe like basically I, cheer. I I just want to say that I liked the bits where they were actually I'm not like here for the military strategy and I'm, I'm, I'm here for the characters I'm here for the dragons but it's a war drama there should be some so yeah. I like that they took yes. the time to do the little map thing but little things on the map and say like this lord is good this lord support us this lord won't and again, how they just completely didn't barely did any of that last week. It just it, it, it makes a scene feel fuller. When you have kind of these layers and these angles to it, like you want to hit the person on person stuff, you want to hit like, what are people feeling? But you also want to hit like, what are the practical realities, what you're doing? Like, I want it all. And I think the painted table scene had it. I thought the green council scene didn't. I thought the Black Queen scene was better because of it, so I like that it was a more yeah. well. The writing was more well-rounded episode all around. I thought mm-hmm. okay, yeah. let's talk about the final it sequence. It, it, it's, it's 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 time, Lord. Um, let's talk about well. Here's a, okay. So, damn it, uh, PhD McCoy says it. Show why the Greens are unworthy. PhD McCoy, <laughs> I think they should still write the Greens being yeah. smart because we we want to feel like they're two sides of a war both of which could win rather than just like yeah. they're putting way more effort into the blacks and the greens are after that that's just not makes for a, I think make for a better show if they're both written as like you know comparable anyway but yes. are
2: the greens smart enough to do this
3: they <laughs> should yes. those they, are. To be,
0: they should be they should, <laughs> and again they put an argument from the book that Agen makes idiot dr- I also liked um Damon's line about like, I'd rather kill my sons and have them serve yes. you drunken loud of a moron king. That was good. I mean, he shouldn't kill his <laughs> kids, but that was good. Yeah. Um, I mean he probably would.
1: Yes.
0: But um so, my uh, point was that in the book, the book Agin, Idiot Drunken Agan, makes the argument that Otto makes in the show, which just did not sit well with me. But I don't want to get yeah. too type totally of sidetracked Savannah, you was something to say.
2: Day- so Damon's lines this episode, some of his oh so good. Um probably one of my favorite one was mm-hmm. that whore of a queen murdered my brother and stole mm-hmm. your throne.
0: It's paranoid. Yeah, See, it's okay because like he's wrong and he's paranoid. Yeah, but like <laughs> he, he's getting wrong and he's paranoid. That's compelling because I mean he yeah. he would do that. Yeah. Yep. It, it was it, it was just well written. Daniel, sorry.
3: <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. Um I think uh, Otto, They've played up Otto. It's interesting that you make the point about him having that argument from Aegon, which I totally agree with you. It, that was a Aegon makes a stupid suggestion moment in the book. That and they then the took adults and in the room were tried like, to make it as
0: why don't you go have a nap? We'll handle this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> how it is in the so, book.
3: It, it's interesting because I feel like they're trying to. They almost are trying to make more material for Otto because the bridge scene too is not mm. Otto in the book. They gave yeah. him that so that he could have a little I more focus. It. Rhaenyra could take his hand of the kingpin. I didn't mind it either. I liked it. I loved okay. her swooping in on Cyrax, wearing the crown. Yeah. Um, that yeah. was pretty cool.
0: Um, I liked yeah, her like so, Car- landing. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, no. What's up? I liked her landing behind the soldiers who were there to kill her, walking by them yeah. and just like knowing none of you were going to touch me yeah. I'm gonna go over here and that, do was that, nice was, that, that was a nice little power move yeah yeah <laughs> but okay um and lisa love when onero pulled off the hand of the kingpin on auto i guess i okay. like i would have like, i would have liked it if she had removed it and then later given it to corliss like if the, the scrub doesn't like, get this you get this <laughs> but sure throwing it off is fine too well he's um, okay
2: with the seahorse on it and or something. it's
0: true yeah you make it himself okay final scene so Rhaenyra sends her two eldest sons Jace and Luke I'm gonna call them Jace and Luke not just Saris and Luceris. just have pity on my tongue um <laughs> as messengers to go uh just basically secure the allegiance of great lord so Jace is gonna make the longer what they assume is the more difficult journey to right. go to the mm-hmm. eerie the Vale, which is where Damon murdered his wife with a rock and then to Winterfell, which I'm sure they'll milk like crazy next season.
3: I hope so. Uh, to
0: meet they young bet. Cregan Stark. That, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. That'll be a yeah. good episode. Um, and then they send Luke to what they think will be the easier job, because he's younger, of just puddle jumping over to Storm's End, talking to Lord Boros Baratheon, and just reminding him, hey, you swore to us you're going to keep doing that. while well, your father did. He gets there. We see Vagar in the background, so we know Eamon's there. But Luke still goes in. Um, he still does his job, and they played the first scene, the part that I, I, th- I thought they played well. Like Luke is, it just isn't old enough to really like argue forcefully. So he lets the message yeah. do the talking for this Ill- apparently illiterate lord who lets his maester <laughs> that was read funny. him. Yeah, that <laughs> was kind of funny. Um, you know, like I bet if they had sent Jace, he would have. He would have responses to things like, apparently, the house dragon doesn't know who rules it. (laughs) But you know, Luke's young, so he's not really thinking about it. Yeah. And um, Aemon's there. He's betrothed himself to one of Lord Baratheon's daughters, and things get heated. Anyone want to continue the story?
2: Um, I think it's telling that Baratheon can't even read, but he's going to make fun of a kid. Like he's, he's, he's and then he's like well are you gonna marry one of my daughters no <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> Everybody know. like maybe he doesn't know because they don't have phones but like <laughs> he's, you know, he's got a he's got a wife to be like you can only marry that's my, that's the only thing that i'm gonna accept like no okay who cares that Amon hasn't married anybody he's a psychopath but like uh, i like Eamon. i do I think he's a character. I like his Sapphire Eye, but I don't like the fact that he initiated everything. So that's my thing is like, I think that the whole dragon scene, it's made to look like an accident. But to me, that's him being naive and being still a child at 16 or however old he's supposed to be. And yeah, 35 him,
0: going on 16 or whatever the actor's <laughs> age is. Yeah.
2: Him coming to the realization that, like, he does not control that dragon at all. Mm-hmm. And he started it at um, Storm's in. And then he decided to chase Luke with the intention of hurting him. Yeah. Obviously, like, everybody's like, well, is it? A-? No, he knew what he was doing. He just didn't know that Eric's was going to blow fire in Vagar's face mm-hmm. and then he's going to lose control. Like, I like that scene. I think it was just enough of a, like a moment. Um, but I don't like the Baratheon guy. He just makes, he makes me think of Robert. Just yeah, a little a bit, offended, you know, ignorant guy that just won't ever listen to anyone unless they're giving him something. And mm. he fails to remember that Rainies is part of his blood. So why wouldn't he be going on the side of his family too? I don't. Yeah. Technically
0: Luke is part of his blood, which I mean, yeah. he did say don't kill him here.
2: When Aemon yeah. called him Lord Strong, I was just like, "You
0: little
2: heard Like that is rude." And then he calls him a bastard. Like it's just like, dude, just because your dad's dead does not mean you can just be all villainous and everything. You're not Damon. You're not quite unhinged enough. But now people are going <laughs> to think he is because he <laughs> killed the kid.
0: Yes. Well, like Natalie, as yeah. someone who who hasn't read the, because for. People who have read the book, and I I, I, it's hard for me to know how I would react if I hadn't read the book. The the, the big sticking point here is that rather than depicting Amon as just murdering Luke, which is basically what weren't led to think in the book, they yeah. take pains they take pains to make sure you know that Savannah true after Amon chases him on a giant drag. Like, what do you think was going to happen, Amon? I don't know. Um, that they both lose control. So children. what's, what's going on here? Like <laughs> do you think it'd be stronger if Eamon just chose to kill him? Cause I do. And I don't really like, it, it feels like they're sort of sh- putting a bumper on him to like shield him from responsibility in the writer's room a little bit. I don't really understand why they're doing it. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I see both sides, honestly. So mm-hmm. I know a lot of the book readers are really, really, really angry about this. Like the memes mm-hmm. and like the going offs this weekend yeah, of going... people just really, really angry. I get it. Um, as a non-book reader of this book. um I don't know. I think it could be more interesting because Eamon tries to make himself seem like he's this, like, really tough, like, Damon-to-be type of guy. He wants to come come off like he's evil and intimidating, and then to kind of see him lose control and be like, no way, I didn't want to do that, it kind of showed, like, a childish part of him. So I thought it was a little bit interesting, but... I guess it makes him a little bit more complex, not all the way evil, but I see what you're saying of like, why didn't they just make him do it the way that it was supposed to be? I don't know. I, didn't
0: I, I, really know I don't really know either. I didn't hate it, by the way. I thought it was fine. Like I, I, this didn't get yeah. me off nearly as much as like other changes. Like I've been ticked off by Kristen Cole getting away with killing a guy at a wedding. I've been ticked off by Damon and Frenira not killing Lenore. Um I was ticked by pretty much everything last week. This didn't tick me off. I was a little confused. I guess just cuz of like philosophically. Like I think a story is stronger when you have characters want things and then act to get those things rather than uh, it's they didn't really do it. I mean it, frankly it's kind of similar to, to to Alicent. Like last week when she yes. wants to put Aegon on the throne, but they want to make sure you know it's not because yeah. she wants to screw over Rhaenyra. It's just because she misinterpreted her husband's yeah. final words. I didn't like that either. Cause I feel like it makes her less complete. Like it, it, it's, it's okay to have multiple motivations. Like she can misinterpret her husband's last words and also want her own blood on the throne. It's okay. Like you'd have multiple things and just, yeah, this wasn't actually as bad because I don't really know why. When dragons are involved, it's always confusing. But I would have had him just go for it and chompy chompy. Like, I would have kept, I think, Luke losing control because he's like a young kid and the dragon's young kid. And I don't know, he gets scared and blush. But I think I would have had Eamon be like, oh, you're going to burn me? Looks like it's carte blanche for Murder Time.
1: (laughs) i did right, like i saw this tweet that had that kind of compared so there's a quote in it's either in the first episode or the second episode where viserys says kind of like you know we don't actually have i don't know exactly what it was but it's something mm-hmm. like we can't control the dragons type of thing yeah, that's in true that's so true. many words so i kind of like that i saw a tweet of like somebody quoting that and then talking about Amon. so i'm like okay i guess it checks out
0: it's, it, it didn't come out of nowhere because, again, I, I wasn't really upset by it. It just it's an interesting choice. Savannah, what do you think?
2: So I was kind of reading the comments as y'all were talking. And mm-hmm. uh, someone made a good point about how the book is an interpretation from the maesters and mushroom and whoever else like yeah. they're giving you a secondary source of information. They don't necessarily know exactly how it went down. And with Grandpa George helping write this episode, maybe he took the initiative oh, to say what. Well, let's twist it around I don't know but I think it plays into the dynamic of maybe that's what Eamon wanted historians to think that he deliberately sure, yeah. after him, but he wants to be that villain because he feels like he has something to prove in himself he lost an eye but he rides the biggest track like he has not a Napoleon complex but like definitely wants to be who people fear and so maybe that's yeah. that's his way of um doing that is yeah I killed him I started the war because my brother is the rightful heir, blah, blah, blah. And that's how history I hope they go that way. Huh?
0: I hope they go that way. Cause I, I like that, but we, we won't know that until 2024. I mean, Jesus. yeah. I fully think that it, it can fit because you're right about the interpretation. stuff. it can fit in the book. I still don't think it works as well. Just, just as a TV show as like, I don't know, like, make a character less responsible and make this giant CGI monster who will never have a line more responsible, but I mean, like yeah. it all fits. I'm not ticked about it. It was just, uh, Daniel, I want I, I I'm curious to hear your thoughts.
3: Yeah. I, so I have some, um, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I wish that they had played up Amon's, uh, maybe doing this a little more intentionally because it, you, we don't see what happens above Storm's End in the book. So people who are like, in the book, you know, this and this, like, it basically says, if there was a fight, it couldn't have been long, because they clashed in the sky, and then Arax fell. Um, But we don't see what happens. I I think the show, someone said a while back that the show is leaning on misunderstandings uh, as a trope, and I I very much agree with that. And I I think it works... Once or twice but this is like Mm. the Fourth time they've done it in the past Like five episodes and it's Fascinating to me because the first Half of the season didn't Um, So like Rhaenyra lying About uh, what happened With Damon and Kristen Cole like that Was a great character moment where she Then got Allison's father Fired she actually lied So Mm -hmm. it but in the back half of The season we have leaned a little bit on Like no one's trying to do the wrong Thing Everyone's misunderstanding things. And I i don't know how I feel about that it, overall. I, like I think it. this thing with Amond, it works fine, honestly, because
2: <laughs> the, the
3: end result is going to be the same. It is. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, like Amond is going to end up claiming, you know, responsibility no. for this. He's going to get the rep as we a kid slayer. We don't. Presumably. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's easy to see from this how events could work out exactly the same way. Um, but maybe with Aemond carrying a little more guilt, I think people getting mad about Vagar uh, going out of control, I think is a little funny, to be honest. Sure. It's kind of like the, the Aemond faithfuls who are like, my boy Aemond would never yeah. lose control of his dragon. And it's like, uh, so I love Aemond. He's one of my favorite characters, both in the show so far and in, in the book. Um, I think it's important to remember that, like, so Arax as a young dragon has never seen combat before. Vagar hasn't been in a battle in decades, at least, like, since the reign of Magor the Cruel, I think. So, like, that's a long time since Vagar has been fighting anyone. And people who are saying, like, they would never, you know, disobey their rider's order, um, I think, you know, George R. R. Martin has gone through such pain to make these dragons animals so even though they have a supernatural bond with their writers it's not like sephira from aragon or like uh Ooh. you know sean connery's drake draco from Dragonheart. whatever like these aren't talking dragons who <laughs> are philosophical and whatever like they're animals and any animal will act in a surprising <laughs> unexpected way when it's put in the right situation and that's the route they took with Vagar and Arax, where Vagar gets attacked for the first time in like 60 or 70 years and then snaps because of it. And that's so believable. Um, it, it, and it, it drives it, home it, it, that it's... point about Pacerus saying the, the control of dragons is an illusion. Yeah. It's tenuous control, just like Ramsey Bolton and his hounds tenuous <laughs> control, oh, yeah,
0: not make literal mean... The dragons are more like so, yeah. those tigers who performed in Las Vegas every single oh, night no. and then attack Siegfried and Roy. Um, <laughs> but but the, I, the, I mean, hmm? I, uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I I agree with all of that. I, j- I still don't think it worked as dramatically well as the character being done it. But I get it, and I'm willing to see more. I just I agree with you, Daniel. I hope they pull back I, on yeah. the misunderstanding stuff. Hmm. Get some comments that. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. Bailey's Valerian or Cassandra doesn't want to make blood and cheese a misunderstanding that we'll talk about that oh, in a future God, episode. I, I am sure. I'm sure we'll talk about that in a future episode before long before the season I'll be comes. so mad <laughs> if that There's happens. actually, I think a lot more room for misunderstandings in that, but um, again, we'll, we'll bring it up when we, we'll, we'll do it in a future Wednesday episode. <laughs> I
2: like that they bring yeah. up the area Targaryen too. Cause I just read that part of the book today and how she took off with, with uh, a and, Not Bagar, Baylor. Wait, the Black Dread, right?
0: Valyrian, Valyrian, yeah. Mm. Yeah, names, dragon names. You thought (laughs) the names of the other people are hard? Wait, if you get the dragons,
2: yeah, it was one of them. Dragon, the biggest. She took off with the Black Dread, didn't she?
0: Yeah, yeah, she did. The biggest dragon that was ever been in Westeros, yeah
2: and how she didn't she allegedly she couldn't control that dragon and how the histories report that she took she got taken back to old valeria and all of that like i think that's mm-hmm. a good interpretation because it just shows that yeah. they're wild animals and um yeah. they're gonna do what they want and then if you piss one of them off especially like i bet that fire didn't even hurt her by any Probably means like a mosquito was just no. trying to
1: yeah.
2: cause a distraction <laughs> she i mean like think about women in general if you tick a woman off like she's gonna come for blood like no. <laughs> but some huh. women might. um i don't know i think what the way daniel just described it was really what was really good because that's a what dragons do like they may have riders but they're probably the least untamable thing animal creature out there so i don't know why it's, anyone should get mad about
0: that it's all it's all very arguable I mean, I don't want to pay myself, so yeah. I won't. But yes, good talk.
3: Yeah, um, I, I do think Carson I, said, I do sorry, wish it ahead. was a little more. I, I do wish Amond made the choice. He gets mocked by one of Boros Baratheon's daughters in the book, and then he basically yeah. gets butthurt about it and he goes yeah. out and kills Luke. Um, yeah, the so one he didn't choose. I, I do wish like, we had kept that just mad. a bit. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, I thought they he took your eye, not your balls. And then he goes and, and kills Luke <laughs> because of that. So that I, do, I wish we'd had that just a little bit more because I do think it would have made Amon more complex. But a lot of this will depend on what happens after this. Like, we don't yeah. see any result of this. So um,
0: season oh, two. I, want to. I think Carson said he would pay $500. Never seen another birth scene. And just to Me underline, it, I really do think <laughs> we're done. I don't think there are any other births in Fire and Blood for this section, Arthur Daniel, that I can think of. I don't believe so. I, I
3: think now that we're through, like we're into the war now, so mm-hmm. I don't think we'll have any more births. But there's no more time jumps, um, really. No no, time I, I mean, the whole war in the takes like, like two years, uh, so there shouldn't really be. It should be more straightforward from here on out
0: see what else we got as valer as velara says lena told Vegar to burn but oh to burn her but he wouldn't which is all true yeah they, they are as carson my dragon never listens to me mine neither <laughs> yeah it's tough. Um, i mean and that's it guys that is uh the finale of house of the dragon the black queen any other thoughts on this one yeah and should we have like a season wrap-up podcast sometime or yeah what?
1: yeah Yes, it'll be fun.
0: Not Sunday, but sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not at 10 p.m.
0: No, so there's something now. Yeah.
2: Yes, no, I thought it was a great episode. A great way to end it. Kind of leave it on a cliffhanger to set accept- to. Uh, I'm excited for season two, even though I have to wait two years. But it'll give me time to finish the book. So yeah. you know, yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm kind of distraught that they didn't just start with the con- like Aegon the Conqueror because all of that parts of the book have been really intriguing to me so i'm assuming <laughs> that when i get to this part of the book, so i'm going to be really excited but you know we'll see i think anybody who hates this episode might just need to re-watch it a couple times or go through and watch the whole season all together because that's just what damon's supposed to do renair's they're complex characters we're all supposed to love and hate them at the same time this is not going to be like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones where there are clearly good people and bad people and I think that's what makes this one just as good as Game of Thrones in my opinion because of that Like too. we have so much complexity yeah. in all these characters we don't ever know what we're going to get and that to me is exciting because we I mean you just don't know <laughs> and so it's just like heck yeah give me all of the unhingedness all of mm-hmm. the you know yeah. just, everything all of the drama and everything else so i'm for it
0: i like that there are fewer clear clear heroes and villains and 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 my advice to the writers who again i know are watching they watch everything we do (laughs) is um don't try and make them that either like that's different it's its own show i think it's been good as its own show i think it's successfully kind of gotten itself away from game of thrones but still it had enough roots to people in i think it's been a success and um i look forward to talking with you guys about, about the whole season and the future and i like the episode yeah. natalie daniel any final thoughts about the episode or even the season if you want to go wide about western culture yeah. literature in, in general
3: <laughs> natalie
1: yeah. yeah i really enjoyed the episode and i will say my opinion on this because i see commenters asking i need to rewatch." The first season of Game of Thrones, so this might be recency bias, but I think I'm going to say I liked House of the Dragon season one more than Game of Thrones season one. And I know that's a bold claim, but I stand by it right now. I thought it was like a nine out of ten. I really, really loved it. Um, and they had a bigger budget. It just looks a lot better. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I liked that it was so focused on, you know, like one house. I thought that was mm-hmm. really nice to get to know the characters more, so... That's my take.
0: I yeah. think, by the way, for Valeris, I think I'd say Game of Thrones season one is better. I think this could have been better with some changes. Again, just call me HBO. Daniel, <laughs> final thoughts? <laughs>
3: um, I will say, I think they're different enough that I have a hard time choosing. Yeah, that's uh, true, which I, is great. I think, yeah. Yeah, House of the Dragon. Oh, I, I think if you watch season one, so I rewatched the premiere recently. It is a more complete story house of the dragon season one that game of Thrones was game of Thrones was the runway into the story. And this yeah. is too, but like going from Rhaenyra as a 14 year old kid to this point where she's about to lead people to war. Um, that really feels fun. like it's a, it feels like a satisfying story on its own versus game of Thrones, which had a lot more, I think it had more room for crazy twists because of the geography and the various factions involved. Um, So we got it. It has more of a sprawling epic fantasy feel. This is a focused family saga, but I think the production values of house of the dragon season one are just undeniably (laughs) immensely better than game of Thrones because it's basically game of Thrones season nine. It's a lot of the same crew. Um, I think this episode I liked a lot. Um, It's not my favorite of the season. I think episode eight still takes, (laughs) takes the cake for that. But I think it was fantastic. I loved the scenes of Vagar chasing Arax. There is one shot. I don't know if I'll be able to find it quick enough, but there is a shot in that scene that is a straight-up piece of artwork from the book, uh, where Vagar oh, is, is behind oh, cool. Arax. Yeah. Um, so I I enjoyed it. it a lot. Yeah, I will. I'm getting there. Um, yeah. So so I loved it. I think you know hearing people get upset about this finale or even about last week on the one hand i'm like i can understand complaints <laughs> i can understand criticisms but i think it's important to remember that like three months ago we were all like is this show gonna suck
1: yeah, um, yeah. and we just didn't God, know didn't is suck.
3: this a cash grab from hbo that's yep. gonna be awful I, and it i think it undeniably wasn't uh it was bold the show took a it's lot of risks me. i think yeah. Um, so yeah i'm i'm here for the ride man I, I can't wait more please
0: did you find the arch daniel
3: <laughs> um i will give me give me okay. stall okay. for me give me one sec. i got
2: you daniel i, you, daniel. Somebody, I had it oh. just
3: a second ago <laughs> Carson, <laughs> we're, we're looking we're looking Time us.
2: who recently watched season 1 of game of thrones again because mm-hmm. i wanted to watch it all the way through I like this one so much better. It's a more complete story. The budget obviously makes it for better. And I felt like season one of Game of Thrones kind of was a little slower. And I liked the um, the kind of quickness of this one because you had to get a lot mm-hmm. of information in there to set it up. So you're not having literally like hour and a half long episodes where you have to sit through all of the not the boring stuff, but just the stuff that can be condensed. And House of the Dragon season one is better than Game of Thrones season ones for me not even close like i love danny oh i've loved danny since the first time i set eyes on her but renera is probably a real close second um millie and emma they both did a fantastic job and i just think that this season and granted i watched game of thrones after all the hoopla and i didn't get into Uh it late but sitting here having to be Anticipating what's gonna happen each week. Like I think that's also what made my viewing experience of this.
0: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Come on, champ. Yeah. You, come on.
0: I Do see people
3: know? calling out the page number. Thank you. I did get it. So this oh, shot fine. of Vagar flying after Arax, that that was straight up in the episode. And I give them props for that. Um I yeah, I got happy. I saw that. I this is one of my favorite pieces from this book that for some reason, maybe because this scene is such a big one, has always stood out to me. So it was cool to mm-hmm. see it actually like translated on screen. Um, yeah, good stuff. Bless you.
0: So much fun. And we can talk more about um, Game of Thrones versus House of the Dragon, perhaps on our Stras- House of yeah. the Dragon Season 1 recap we, coming up. TBD. We should do that
3: as a... Yeah, we should straight up do that as an episode because I'd love oh, to get into the that. nitty-gritty of that because... <laughs> It's not an easy. I think it's a more complex thing to discuss than at first okay. glance.
2: And yeah, so stay tuned for that. I'm reading both. Like I'm almost done with the first Game of Thrones book, and I'm halfway mm-hmm. well, nice. almost halfway done with Fire and Blood. So I'm doing both at the same time. So this would be wonderful for me. So I have a lot of <laughs> questions right, cool. to get answered. And Champ says it. House of the Dragon was better. Yep. Are you going oh,
0: yeah. to? <laughs> champ. Is here, but like the wig makes it hard. Um, Um, thanks for watching, Uh. everybody. This is uh, we're take the black. We stream shows live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Both on the winners coming YouTube page and the winners coming Facebook page. Be sure to catch us there. We're live. Come comment. Have a good time. Subscribe and ring the bell if you're on YouTube, and follow if you're on Facebook. We're also available um, in podcast form, wherever podcasts are available, be it iTunes, Google Play, or elsewhere. Um, This has been so much fun. This is the last of our Sunday shows we'll do for a while. Maybe if if there's like another show that we can review, I don't know, you never know. But we'll be back for House of Dragons season two whenever that happens in 2024, Mm -hmm. probably. I think Julie said, wouldn't it be great if the winds of winter came out in between? God, yes, it would. That would really keep the ball rolling. Um, Yeah, Yeah. we can pray to whoever you think. Let me listen.
2: (laughs) Or Grandpa
0: George grandpa george until then <laughs> thanks so much for watching join us on the wednesday shows at 4 p.m cst we'd love to see you guys there and um if you want yeah. to be a success in this world just remember three simple words wigs 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 <laughs> goodbye goodbye night. and i'll uh, see you later bye this podcast is brought to you by fansiting join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between